0: You are listening to the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, produced by the Banyan Collective. Find more mind-blowing podcasts at thebanyancollective.com and on iTunes. The Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, adventure for your ears. You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the
1: landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. (sighs) It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show!
0: We're Outdoor Adventure Summits, the airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, our Brandon Long. on will with you for the next 40 minutes or so. Across the seat from me in tan van is the best co-host in all the land, Todd of the Top. Todd, we're hanging out at 22nd Street today. We uh, we did a little fitness. We did some fitnessing today.
2: It's good to come back home. Yeah. Like we haven't done a, a trailhead podcast in how long.
0: Mm, I still have that logo.
2: It's been too long. Yeah. Yeah. So it felt really good. It felt good to get things kind of started early in the morning. Yeah. Weather conditions are ideal. I know we just throw around the word ideal, but it's beautiful right now. It really now. is. The,
0: the temps are perfect this time of year. Um, so we have on the show today, it's fully packed, so we'll jump right in. We have a weekly happy. We have an interview, a pre-recorded interview with Marshall McGonigal, Leathers Premium Handware, a local company. Trip report from Indians Trail or Indian Trail on the docket, including audio surreal surrealism, Coldwater Traverse, a Montana Fishing Film Fest that is in town here, Simba Hikes, Fly with the Flock, Mother's Day Brunch, Ogden Marathon, and more in the news, including someone fell off, unfortunately, the edge of the Grand Canyon. Dinosaur National Monument is being recognized. It's Annapurna season and um, There's some ski resorts open still in North America. We'll tell you which one's worth watching, worth reading. A hey, Gear 30 segment's quote of the week, outdoor jukebox, all of this and more on Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show episode. We are up to 329 Indian Trail and Leathers. So let's charge. He summits with the agility of a mountain goat. Flashes routes faster than UPS he is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's
1: Todd to the top.
0: All right. This is your weekly happy. It's a, it's a sit ski, um, pond skim here, uh cruising down he's shirtless because you know when you pond ski him, you got to be shirtless and he's approaching and he's he's strapped into his his sit ski and he does a mighty fine job across the water go really fast. he's going really fast like really fast on the water a big sky they slowed Can down he the video it? does he clear it does he make it because he's like seat on that thing if you go in the water you're screwed and he's Woo-hoo! out, he's out, he's out the other side, your weekly happy, so uh, pretty good, yeah, no, good stuff, that's up at Unofficial Networks, um, good to see Sitski make it all the way across. I
2: love that most resorts close out their season with one of those. Pond skim. Yeah, there's something yeah. special about that, that's awesome.
0: So we had the opportunity to talk to a local entrepreneur, he's been involved in a few things locally, uh, you might know him from setting up the uh, the course, um, in the park course at Nordic Valley, Marshall McGonigal. And he has a, a new company, Leathers Premium Handwear. And we'll play this little, it's a, I guess it's somewhat, well, here. Suffer let from you hear a it.
1: cold
3: dysfunction. Does your riding partner complain because you don't last long enough on the deep days? Have you ever shriveled up right when things are getting exciting and stoked out prematurely?
0: This is a doctor here.
2: Well, you can tell because of the lab
3: coat.
1: And, yep. and glasses and gray hair and blue shirt. And
3: fully insulated with industry-leading Thinsulate, keeping your hands warm and maximizing
1: blood flow for natural enhancement so you can perform better and go bigger. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. ...all while protecting
0: yourself from the elements, so stop suffering from CD. CD always wear protection always wear a leather so yeah you get the idea there that was the kickstart video that he did hit his Kickstarter amount Uh, I think he pledged uh, he had a four thousand goal and he he made over six thousand dollars with nearly a hundred backers the name of the company is leathers Um, locally local company here leathers uh, gloves mitts for durable ski skiing and snowboarding so this is our interview with Marshall McGonigal leather's premium handware. all right we are sitting down in the gear 30 lounge what did you call this the book nook
2: well, we're in the book now we're in the book nook, now. The book nook yeah. now
0: yeah it's, it kind of feels good over here in the corner i like we it. we have maps books and cozy chairs so sitting by it was raining earlier and then now the sun's out and nice got a little morning.
2: sun out it was in the 60s yesterday is it supposed to do that again i have no idea i have no idea. take a peek it was a nice little peak of spring
0: we have a special guest with us here today a local maker Um uh, was living in ogden now up in liberty as he says like a like a barn kind of situation oh yeah
3: so if you drove by yeah. you'd never know it was a house okay it's it's a barn by all means and we've just turned the inside of it into a house so.
0: i love it you uh, have to check it out i no, yeah, love the idea
2: to. now the, the tease is good
0: <laughs> so marshall uh marshall with a local glove and mitten company leathers so yeah What? how much work did you have to put into the barn to make it livable you need to kick the sheep out and do this kind of oh, thing oh yeah so it wasn't that bad i guess okay. when we
3: got <laughs> it the upstairs i guess say upstairs so there's ground level which is pretty much a garage and then there was like a loft that had a kitchen and a bathroom and a living space mm-hmm. um but it was pretty beat out so it probably was about three or four months just kind of having electricians fix the wiring, we did all the plumbing, and now I've started framing in the whole garage basement sort of portion of it.
0: You're a handy dude.
3: Um, well, I had a lot of help on that one. Okay. I shouldn't sound <laughs> that handy. He like said I had to bring it. I brought an electrician in and a plumber. I did some framing and that's about it. So okay. I kept it on the easy side.
0: Okay, so you are you from Ogden originally?
3: Uh, so actually I guess it would be from the Ogden Valley, originally. Originally. Yep, born here at McKay. Okay. And then lived down in Ogden. And now somehow I've managed my way back into a barn up in the valley. <laughs> yeah, right. It's right. a full circle. Yeah,
0: full yeah, circle. Yeah. Well, what's your background? Let's get to know you a little bit. How did you, you know, what were you doing before you were making
3: gloves? Um, so I grew up just like a ski bum. Never mm-hmm. really went to school. <laughs> I graduated on the happy half of packets and parents being really angry. Yeah. So I was luckily able to graduate, did a lot of competitive skiing. I won a U.S. national title for slope style. Competed in two do tours. Was a choke artist in those. Oh no, really? But, but that was always fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was too starstruck with too many people around me at those. Is type that, of so it's
0: a thing. It's like a real thing. Like it really does affect you in the moment, maybe. Oh yeah. You, yeah.
3: Because like when you're just at, I'll say like a regional event, it's more just like your friends. It's kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. But when all of a sudden you're say at do tour, and there's two Olympians next to you and say ex-company's team managers they were watching and you know like this day could literally change your life. Oh wow, that's <laughs> and pressure. It, oh, yeah, yeah, then everything goes out the window and <laughs> you go south really quick. <laughs>
0: well, but was it fun? Oh yeah, it was way fun.
3: Yeah. Probably one of the coolest experiences they had a Paul Mitchell lounge and they had free massages <laughs> and <laughs> I, I just seized that moment. I didn't buy shampoo for like three years afterwards. I love we're it. We're going to have
2: to add that to our green room. <laughs> Paul Mitchell shampoo or, uh, or a massage? Massages, yeah. yeah I
0: yeah, like that. Massages. Uh-huh. Oh, that is funny. So yeah, what was the The worst thing about the Dew Tour, which we're going straight negative here, but I mean,
3: like, probably just not being prepared for the moment, right? Honestly, the worst thing on the Dew Tour is working with the television schedule.
0: Oh, Because I remember it was, like,
3: showing up way early in the morning and having a day where it's just blizzarding, and they're asking competitors, like, do you guys just want to take one of the jumps out? Because we know no one can clear it because it's snowing so hard. And we're like, well, can we just wait? It looks like it's going to be sunny at 11. And they're like, nope, we're dropping it this time, and we're going. And then just watching athletes pretty much get sacrificed by the weather.
0: And then what's interesting, because I think that happened on with the women's something during the Olympics this last oh, time. Oh, yeah, but it did. And they were, and then the broadcasters were complaining, like everyone was complaining about it. So it's like, okay, well, if the TV schedule is this and the weather isn't cooperating, and then the broadcasters complain about it. So it's like nobody's happy. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, yeah but then who's paying yeah. for the events? And so yeah, who's like, paying like, for the events. Ultimately, event. that's it, yeah. But the events that you participated in, those are... Those are about the most fun to watch, like, as a spectator.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would probably argue half pipes may be a little bit more fun just because there's so much half happening fun so too. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But slope style definitely is a blast to watch for sure.
0: So skiing um, was awesome for a, a while, and then you decided a little side hustle or next hustle.
3: Oh, yeah. So yeah. once I graduated from high school, um, went to Weber State, kept skiing. Woo-woo, Weber. We we were yeah. state <laughs> ski
0: team. What are they doing for the ski team? Oh, I have no idea. No, no, no?
3: Okay. They have like some type of a snowboard club. <laughs> they did
0: no snowboard club's awesome. Yeah, I, I understand
3: should... they even have scholarships and everything. Yeah, I didn't but, um, know about the ski
0: team though. Yeah, huh.
3: If there is a ski if team, I, I had know. no idea. See, <laughs> I,
2: I work over. I'm gonna have to find out. I don't even know if they do.
3: Yeah. No, yeah. It's a shame if they don't because they've got you know great access to three awesome resorts here. For sure.
2: Huh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they should, anyway,
3: they so yeah. we up at Weber. Yep, so up at Weber, um, I got brought on, just out of kind of like sheer luck from knowing um, one of the investors when they bought Nordic, at the time, Wolf Mountain back from the bank, oh, okay. turned it back to Nordic Valley. Mm-hmm. They brought me in up there, I did some marketing for them, I rebuilt all their train park features, um, built up their park, that went really well. We brought up from like previous seasons, they're having like 10 to 15 competitors with like their rail jams and things. So like our first event we did, we were up to like 75 competitors. Oh, wow. So we did like a whole lot of growth there. Um, after that kind of season winded down, the guys over at Whisper Ridge gave me a call to see what I was up to. I helped them, which just kind of doing some business planning, helping them with some logistics. I sourced out all of their yurts, did a lot of negotiating for them, put that together. That seemed to go, say, fairly successful for that whole operations crazy. That's it's a just, big operation. Oh, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Way out in the backcountry, there's so many hoops to jump through and you're mm-hmm. not working with any type of power or anything out there. Um, that went pretty well and then got kind of, I'll say poached from there to a company called Ruroc. Who does full yeah. face ski and snowboard helmets? Out of Europe. They're out of Europe. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely a helmet that's not for everybody, we'll say.
0: It's Darth Vader. Yes,
3: yeah. exactly. So you get the people who are like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. Or you get the people who just immediately go to the Darth Vader soundtrack.
0: <laughs> but it's cool. It's a cool, and I see them on the hills now where I didn't used to see them before. Oh, so, yeah. yeah.
3: So we've grown a lot there. Um, spent, I guess, the last three years doing a lot of pop up shops all around the US. Um, brought in Tanner Hall, Max Pro, a bunch of Olympians. Mm-hmm. Um, Just well-known influencers, and we've really boosted out their whole U.S. presence. And realistically, I'd say their global presence, because we kind of took the brand from being, as you said, a Star Wars helmet that no one really knew what it was for, to now being more looked at as a technical helmet you see on the world tour, um, with big free riders using it. So we've taken that, kind of fully rebranded it, took it from Jerry of the Day to being a tech piece. Was it
0: really, though, on Jerry of the Day? Did they really...
3: Oh, Jerry of the Day. I don't know if you've heard a page called Snowboarding is Dead. No. It's it's kinda of like the snowboarding version of Jerry of the Day. Okay. Snow specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. they would all just really hammer that company it. so bad. But which oh. is somewhat understandable because it actually is a really technical product. Like yeah, they have a yeah. lot of um, some of their patents are truly incredible. Huh. Um but just no one knew and no one was you know, no one knew what it was. It was just kind of like a crazy helmet to where I was they just there. needed you. Yeah, exactly. They just oh, needed no. somebody to help kind of you know, that wasn't just a holiday skier in Great Britain. That could actually right. kind of explain to people, here, this is what it is. Notice you know, he's
0: got the verbiage down. It's a holiday skier, not a vacation skier. Right. Yeah. 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 Definitely.
3: Well, you can say vacation skier. A lot of people like weekend warrior. But yeah. some people are like, I'm not a weekend warrior. And I just, <laughs> I don't know. I've learned to try to be as, as <laughs> terrible as this is, politically correct in my terminology now, especially with the internet, because you just get, just but eaten alive. Th- that,
0: and, but that company is from, that's the way, I mean, that's their lingo. Oh, that's yeah. where they're from. Yeah, oh,
3: yeah they are literally yeah. based in Gloucester, United Kingdom. Yeah. Um, their local ski hill is a dry slope with maybe 100 vertical feet. Awesome. So, like, awesome. So that's, I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah. I love that. And yeah. that's,
2: I don't know why that story just seems to, you know, just uh, resurface every now and again. Uh, these products that come from these places you would not expect, you know.
3: Well, yeah, it's like kind of interesting because when the company started, um, it was because, again, a holiday skier was in Whistler face mask kept freezing to his face. Mm-hmm. So he originally just wanted to design something that wouldn't freeze. It's so like the initial helmets like didn't have any impact really protection on the face mask. It was just mm-hmm. there for a wind guard essentially. But like you're saying it's just kind of crazy cuz it wasn't like out of you know, a glove company coming out of Ogden where yeah. you've got You know what 15 ski resorts in 45 minutes it's like we're going to have a helmet goggle skiing snowboard company come out of gloucester when you're (laughs) an airplane ride to any type of snow let alone skiing
0: yeah so working there what did you learn um
3: that you helped you launch your own brand Um, so i did a lot of stuff as far as just between um, being in europe and meeting other other companies other manufacturers um, doing pop-up shops and just kind of seeing really what the ski industry needed and what was hurting mm-hmm. everybody. Because, I mean, doing anything from a pop-up shop in downtown Los Angeles to right in Boston, high-dollar areas, is just you know, really interesting to meet all the crazy demographics that are skiing and snowboarding. It's
0: crazy that you can do a winter pop-up shop
3: in downtown L.A. Oh, oh, it is crazy. And and it's the best that you can possibly do. Really? The best. (laughs) That's awesome. Like, I don't know. They're getting
0: ready for Aspen and Park City and everywhere, so they got to buy their winter stuff.
3: Well, yeah, exactly. Well, again, back to the term of holiday skiers. I mean, I guess they can drive mountain high and have a few resorts that are probably two or three hours, but they're mostly people, you know, who are maybe getting maybe six, seven days skiing a year. but gosh, holiday skiers love to buy new gear yeah. every single year. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I don't ever understand it. <laughs> we, we like holiday skiers
0: here at the shop, but yeah. Oh yeah, they are the best. <laughs> so yeah. So you, I mean, you, your pop pop-up
3: shops, uh, have, is that what you did with leathers? Uh, so I haven't done any yet. I mean, I've done on a smaller scale. We did the Park Silly Holiday Bazaar market. Mm-hmm. I did the Ogden Farmer's Fall market and the Ogden Winter market. Um, and that's kind of all we've done so far between that and then our website, we run mostly all of our advertising, I'll say 98% through Instagram, follow us at wear leathers. That's my shameless plug really quickly. Which one was uh, it at? So at wear leathers, wear, W-E-A-R leathers, w e a r leathers,
0: wear leathers. And that is not a, uh, Harley destination. That is,
3: that is not
0: that that's some skied snowboard gloves. It's
3: all full leather skiing snowboard How did you gloves. Get, that's a great
0: handle. Wear leathers. Oh, yeah. Nobody had that
3: nobody the leathers one was gone even yeah. though leathers because the actual company name would be leathers Right, but leathers.com is actually purchased But it's currently just being held by a host site and I've emailed the person like hey What would you be interested in moving Nothing. this and they actually didn't even give me a price? Nothing, which wow. is crazy because at least with URLs when I've heard rumors of people paying you should always throw out some Some awful number. Right,
0: right, right <laughs> But wear leathers, that's pretty good. So at wear oh. leathers on Instagram is where you've gained your most uh, traction.
3: Oh, yeah. So that's cool. where we just hit um, 5,800 followers yesterday. Nice. So
2: nice. Uh, 5,801. Yeah. Pardon? <laughs> 5,801. I'm following now. So <laughs> oh, thank I, you very uh, much. Uh, I appreciate that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, all of our content is um, customer user submitted. So I will say some of the songs that come in are a bit explicit, but, but who am I to censor anything?
0: Ah, <laughs> that's great. That's your brand. Then so your customers are forming your brand. That's a, that's not a bad strategy there.
3: Oh no. Well, and that's one of the things to where I, oh, gosh, I don't know if I could say it's somewhat twisted. It's like you're not getting good reviews if all of your content is from people who you just paid X amount of money and gave them 10 grand to come on a heli shoot with you. Mm. You're probably not getting the best, insight. As most you would, honesty. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. As opposed to a kid in the Midwest, you sent a free pair of gloves on it to. He's riding a rope toe all day and negative 10, you know, that, that kid's going to let you know really quick if his hands are frozen or his gloves just ripped out.
0: So what did you notice? Cause there's, there are a boatload of glove companies out there, but something must've been missing, whether it was durability, warmth, what was it that you saw that you could improve on with leathers?
3: Um, so definitely durability. Um, and I'll say there, there's a lot of warm gloves. So I won't try to go argue there. And to some extent, it wasn't even a matter of I'm going to come out here with new technology and build a newer glove. Mm -hmm. It was more I'm going to come out here and try to fix skiing and snowboarding because I feel like a lot of the industry has become so corporate. It's going in a negative direction. Like interesting, like an example, like um, I'll say we've got. H brand and D brand gloves we'll just use for short if you go and you look at their you know their leather gloves and mittens you're gonna be paying upwards of a hundred to two hundred dollars
0: so there's a markup issue
3: oh yeah so it's yeah. all just crazy markup and it's like when you look at H brands as
2: you know the letter H pretty well oh yes and so you, that's why I think you're paying for the letter H. Do you know? What? Oh
3: yeah. Well, but it, but it's like that across all brands, whether oh, it's yeah. the letter yeah. D or the letter B yeah. brand. <laughs> we'll just say yeah. it's like a matter of you're getting a hundred and eighty dollar glove, and it's like they don't have glove leashes, and they're not touchscreen enabled. They don't have this, and they don't have you know things that I would say should be minimum the name. features. But they're the H glove. Yep, they're the H glove. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha.
0: Okay. So so to compete with that, you have a glove product that um, has. Bells and whistles, or durability? Oh yeah, at a price point.
3: Exactly, Tor. Okay. It's like our gloves range from forty to sixty dollars. We've got full leather. I'm using thin slate insulation, high pour waterproof membranes. So we didn't, I didn't cheap out on anything, or try to skip out and just use, you know, Chinese no name materials. Make sure like everything was high end and then we went on and added you know funny things like glove leashes that are mostly popular on kids gloves but now you know people are using cell phones oh yeah doing things dropping no, gloves the thing. off the lift yep. and then threw on like touchscreen thumbs and touchscreen fingers
0: if you don't take the selfie on the lift it never happened exactly so, you didn't
3: even go skiing you didn't even go that day exactly Plus, <laughs> <laughs> they can't
2: take picture of your, of your gloves yeah that's they gotta do that too
3: all right yeah exactly yeah
0: so bells and whistles pr- uh, price point, direct to consumer or you um selling to shops at all
3: um so actually i'm currently not sold in any shops we are currently about to be picked up by a shop in whistler i should keep my fingers crossed really? nice um, and that was honestly just out of i'll say good fortune because mm-hmm. um, they saw us on instagram saw the price point on things and thought it would do really well in their shops they fully approached me and are working with me i would love to work with more shops that's one of the things also too when you're offering a Quote-unquote price point leather glove. It's not like a matter when somebody buys skis and you know, they just spent $1,000 and say hey, do you want your extra? You know hundred and eighty dollar pair of gloves You can you know be easily kind of push them towards it as a shop on thinking hey These are just forty five dollars or your costs should be minimal enough as a shop to you can even do promos with the gloves Maybe buy skis get free gloves, right? Right, so I definitely would love to work with shops because I feel like there's a lot of places where I can help shops and shops can Help me just because cool. of that price number where, so where are you sourcing? I uh, was so actually doing everything in Pakistan now. Wow. That's wild. And we're not funding any you, terror organizations. Have you been there? I mean, everyone always asks us that. Are so you just serious? throw that out yeah. there. Like, yeah. it's, well, just, no, it it's ridiculous. Sense. Like, yeah. everyone always brings it up. Like, what? Like, do you know where your guys' money is going to? I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, we've met with all the people. So you had to go over. I and, actually have. This okay. is actually ironic. So I met people from Pakistan in Munich, Germany. Okay. <laughs> so kind of random. But yeah. yeah. Just,
1: Same old story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Same
0: old story. That's awesome. So what's the lineup look like uh, between gloves, mittens? What are we looking
3: at? Um, So we've got, um, I guess, full finger gloves as well as just straight mittens currently. Um, We have everything from really technical ribbed features to padded um, back of your hands, whether you're bashing trees or any type of things there. So highly protective gloves, just like your standard park mitten um, for, you know, the warmer days, but all fully strength, you know, super strong, whether you're taking rope toes working in the park crew as ski patrol handling drills. They're all, you know, beefed out to last for a full season.
0: Very nice. And you went full uh, country with the logo. We got some horns going there. We're uh,
3: diving into the leather there. So I, I, I do not like country music. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> Straight up off the top. You can ask my wife. I get really angry. I don't know what it is. You get angry
1: at country I'm music? I'm just a weird
3: person. It's like country music turns on, and even if I don't notice, it's on. Like, oh, it's in the background. All yeah. of a I just, like, just get angry. I'm a terrible person, I guess, when it comes to that. But, yeah, the, the Bull logo, I guess, is a bit country. Definitely on the leather side of things. Um, I I
0: like understandable it. with yeah. leathers, though. With no, leathers, yep, Exactly. Yeah. I like it. All right, man. How can we uh, support you? Tell everyone to follow on the uh, Insta. And then, oh, you mentioned we need people need to shop off your website.
3: Oh, yep. So you can check us out. Um, on Right now, actually, we're running a Kickstarter. I don't know the yeah. exact date this airs, but I'll end on the Funded, 7th. I should say. Yeah, so but it is still, fully funded. Yeah. Uh, we'll have pre-orders on wearleathers.com starting, I'll say, towards the end of April. And then, of course, always available on Instagram. If you want to meet up in person, you can message me. And we should be at the Ogden Farmers Market again as well, if you want to come and say hi to us there.
0: And and sizing runs, uh, normal, I guess, uh, small, medium, large? So we've got extra small, small, medium, large, extra large. Extra large. Cool, cool. Mm. And then is there, there's not like a, how do you do that online? That's the only thing I would be make sure online. So
3: um so there's actually a sizing chart there's that's really easy chart. to use okay. if you have any type of a So you put your hand to the, screen. to the screen. Yes. yes. <laughs> it, it's actually as long as you have a webcam which you do have to give us permission to access whenever we'd like, you just put yeah. your hand up and you're good to go. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: So it's pretty awesome. Technology. It's right? amazing. Yeah.
3: No, no. Not, not <laughs> really funny. on the always axis. But yeah, we have a pretty easy sizing chart. If you have a tape measure or any type of common household measuring device, you can figure out a your ruler. size fairly easily. The a flexible bill. ruler. You to
2: be able to measure from like a dollar bill. I can't remember what that was. Are you was. serious? But, well, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, obviously the state. I can't remember how, how long is the dollar is, bill. It's, it's it's just, I mean, they're standard I can't size, but remember. But yeah. that, meaning that's a good unit of measurement. So. That,
3: that is a good thought, actually. Yeah. I've never even had that idea. I've yes. used iPhones before. I've used an iPhone as a measurement piece. That, yes. Yeah. yeah but even that the, might,
2: does that change though? Phone to phone? Th- so yeah, that, that
3: is a the problem. They've just started swapping them out too often. Back when yeah. it was
2: just the one size probably. But
3: dollar yeah.
0: bill sizes, they don't change. No, exactly. So yeah. if we can measure one of those, it's that's the... One and a half dollar bill link. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. If You lot. don't
2: have a tape measure? Get a tape measure or ruler. You can do it. Yeah.
0: What are you doing this summer? Because uh, winter's coming to a close here. So just uh, full, full farmers board. market. Yeah, farmers um, market and
2: yep. full on. And leather.
0: So we'll
3: probably be. Um, I guess depending on what the farmers market allows. Ideally I'll be there for the later markets, but if they'd prefer to have a vendor for the entire year, then I'm happy to be there for the entire year. Those guys run a great market, so I just want to be the best vendor for them that I can be.
0: I'm trying on the larges right now. I'm usually a small, but actually, or not a small, a medium. No, nope, that large fits pretty good. I, I think I'd be a large in these gloves.
3: That's the one thing I will always push to on leather gloves. Is at least for me personally, I always would buy a size smaller maybe than I think I am. Oh, really? Because, it, well, it's, it's going to fit really tight. But after you get them, especially if you're using them skiing, mm-hmm. you know, you get them wet a few times, you stretch them out. You know, leather does stretch.
0: So maybe I. So I guess so
3: that's all as to how fitted I should say. Because yeah. I'm somebody who I love a really tight fit into where, you know, when I get, you know, maybe that eighth inch of variance True. as it stretches. I've got I didn't a little like bit that. of
0: room in this. So a medium would work, probably work better. Then, and then, like you mentioned, if they're stretchable. This is a heavy duty glove. It's oh, beefy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: That's I mean it's like often too I guess that's probably my biggest hurdle is people often refer to price point as maybe being some quality issues or things like that. But it's like I said, we didn't cut any corners. We used everything was all licensed and No, I kind of feel out.
0: more manly with these on.
2: What's a what's a feature on one of
0: Full your gloves
2: leather. that's there only because you wanted it in a pair of gloves? <sighs> Do you throw anything on there that you just... The design. Uh, the Probably. designs
3: definitely would be. Um, and honestly, I like the I like leashes. the connections. Yeah, the, the leash. That's not a bad idea at all. Which, of course, now as you guys have them here, these ones don't have the leashes on them. Uh, hopefully, one of the ones in my bag just I can show you. Let's go on to this correct. right So, yep, here. so the leash is also disconnectable. Mm-hmm. To where some people don't like the leash, so I made it to where it's a really easy plastic clip-on, off, it's always fully secure, but if you're somebody who just doesn't like that feeling, don't want, you know, you just don't want that stuffed in your sleeve, and you can just pop it off
0: and not worry about it. Nice. I love it. Great gloves, man. They're good looking, too. Local maker here, Marshall with Leathers. Go to wearleathers.com to get you a pair. For right? sure. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Go check it out. Let us know. Say hi.
0: Thanks for spending some time with us here this morning, and good luck this summer. Oh, awesome. Thank you guys so awesome. much for having me. Yeah, good to make you sure. Sent- okay, so we, we got out today, did a little Indian trail.
2: It's beautiful today. It shows you that we need to do it more often. I would you be down for weekly? Easily, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we need to work our way up to multis. A yeah, week, you know. Yeah, I agree. But I think in the very least, at least once a week. Yeah. I mean, it's already in the backyard.
0: It pretty much is our backyard. Yeah, this
2: was for me especially. This was just yeah. like, well, let me know when you're one minute out.
0: I know, I know. I have to come from South Ogden. You are you're, <laughs> just down your house. I can hit your house with a rock or something. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, Indian Trail. One of, I mean, uh, my grandma's house is literally around the block. I basically grew up at the Twenty Second Street Trailhead. It's my favorite trail. We did not hike the whole thing. Now, it's 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 a, it's like maybe not your first hike of the season type. I don't. know. It depends on what kind of shape you're in. It, but it's a good hike. It's yeah. it's it's a vertical. We passed. Yeah.
2: How many people we passed? We probably passed at least a dozen people. We we got passed. Yeah. Meaning other people were using. The trail <laughs> oh, this oh, That's yeah, okay. Yeah. I wasn't going to address the <laughs> well, fact that we were being. We biased. were slow. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. P- there were users. Yeah, trail users. It's clear it, up to where we went. Is is if you're familiar with the trail. Trail, there's an overlook up. Not the cabin or safety. Not a. It's not a full cabin. It's like a little safety cabin thing up there. Not. We didn't go that high. We just went up to the overlook that's in the canyon. To get some really good views. Up mm-hmm. there. It's really pretty in there. Completely dry, not muddy. So great hiking. Great time to hike Indian Trail. Hit
2: that's it. Early. all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the goal. Is just to hit it early in the morning as much as mm-hmm. you can. Yeah.
0: All right. On the docket, audio surrealism. So we had Dave Garofalo in the van, and for van sessions. Last month, last first Friday art stroll, and wasn't too shabby there. That no, was great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was great. Really good conversation in that one, too.
0: Excellent conversation. That is up on the Van Sessions podcast. You can find that. He is going to paint inside your mind. Paint at the Argo House. Uh, that, I think, is tonight. No, tomorrow. Friday night. Friday night at the Argo House from 7 to 9 p.m. Audio surrealism. Uh, what
2: kind of paintbrush do you use I, for that? Dude, I don't know. A guitar. I guitar, guitar probably yeah, yeah I think that's the key right there, yeah. And then
0: Saturday, I will be at the finish line of the Coldwater Traverse that is on um starts in North Ogden there at the Bonneville Shoreline Trail. I just put morning time because if you're running it, you probably already signed up. You might be able to still get in on that if you're listening to this podcast and want to do a nice trail run. I want to say it's about seven miles. It could be I have no I'm really kind of making that up. Um but I think it's somewhere in that range. But it runs the the uh, Bonneville Shoreline Trail from North Ogden. You in, You wind up there in, is that Big D Park? The one that's by the golf course yeah. down there? Uh, it's a beautiful finish. Beautiful oh, so time nice. of year to be on the trail. So uh, we'll have a, a Gear 30 booth. I'll have some music playing and, and hopefully uh, announcing your name as you cross the finish line there tomorrow morning. And then on 5-1, I just saw this event. Montana Fishing, fly, fishing Film Fest. Not fly fishing, but Fishing Film Fest. Is it the Ziegfeld? Oh, hey. Yeah.
2: Gets, I don't know, the last time. I think I've only been there once or twice. Been Can I say that? Time. Is it Zieg,
0: Zieg Field or Ziegfeld? Ziegfeld? Zieg Maybe Ziegfeld. Say it fast. Theater, 7 p.m. on May 1st. And then uh, May 10th, this is, I'm really excited about this. I, I've seen this film, and uh, it's Simba Hikes the Annapurna Circuit. Uh, in combination with Lucky Slice and Gear 30, Lucky Slice will be giving you pizza. BYOB on this, just bring your own beverage. Um, seven to nine p.m. at Gear Thirty. So he's been in the van before. He uh, was responsible for being the head film person for uh, the Ogden snowboard film about the release. Well, god, almost two and a half, three years ago now. I think it was. Um, was it locals first or first some ski Og something like, something that, like that? Yeah. Now it slips.
2: I remember like that was mind. yesterday though. We were in the in the van. In the canyon. We had all the boys in the here. other
0: side of the Indian Trail. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Full circle.
0: Full circle. So Bryden will be debuting his film, premiering his film, Simba hikes the Annapurna Circuit. Uh, he was in Nepal last summer, and it's it's a it's beautifully shot, and it should inspire you to get out, see the world, and and maybe even put the Annapurna Circuit on your tick list of, of places to go. Come on out, it's free. It's a free thing at the Gear 30 on May 10th, 7 to 9 p.m. Hope everyone comes out. Family friendly. Fly with the flock is on. So that's a Friday night, is on the next Saturday. That is a 5K at the Ogden Nature Center. It's a fun 5K, especially if you have family and kids. There's so many kids there. They give you pancake. It's a pancake breakfast. You do laps around the Nature Center huh? and eat pancakes. You have me a pancake. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'll be at the finish line of that one as well. Fly with the flock, 5K. I'm at a lot of finish lines here coming up. And then 512 Mother's Day brunch at Snow Basin. And, oh, what happened to uh, the Ogden? Oh, man. There's another event that I think is the next Saturday. The Ogden Marathon's on the 18th. Ogden Music Festival is on the 31st. On the radar is El Doce at Powder Mountain, July 20th. We talked about the Spider Fest on August 3rd. And then, September 28th. Yes, as September something. Jeez. Way out there, way out September, there, almost October. The Eden Epic Mountain Bike Race. Start training now for that. Yeah, on that's on your radar. On your radar.
2: And then, did you mention what's the seventh, eighth, ninth Thursday, Friday, Saturday of May? Is it are those days right? Is the Heritage Festival? The so not Susquehantino. mentioned.
0: Sesquicentennial, not mentioned. I should. We've talked about. But them it'll before, be all encompassing. Yeah. It'll take take over the town, like a lime scooter. You know, like it should be everywhere.
2: <laughs> but anyway if you have a chance don't be afraid don't be grumpy about it go enjoy it i think it's going to be a really neat time down train there. culture
0: if you have kids man it's gonna be awesome and uh
2: but be prepared for it it's gonna be hard yeah. to park and so fi- find a ride down ride your bike over
0: have you limed yet
2: I, well i haven't limed here i've limed in San elsewhere Diego okay yeah, yeah. Okay. i've scootered before yeah but we'll, we'll have to do a tour Maybe we we'll should have to record while we're scootering somehow
0: We like lime together Uh okay i think we can
2: definitely lime together
0: in the news in the news unfortunately a 70 year old woman fell off the edge of the grand canyon to her death authorities said on tuesday 70 year old woman fell about 200 feet or 61 meters over the rim that's really far the second over the edge death this month within the confines of the park according to grand canyon officials the woman had been walking about 200 to 300 feet uh, off of a trail along the south rim. The park rangers got a call just after 1 p.m. that she needed help west of Poplar Overlook, and she fell. So, hey, um, if you're planning on going to Grand Canyon, be very careful. This is it's a it's, it's a it's nature. It's nature, and people can die. So, a very sad story, but it is a reminder to be careful out there. Dinosaur National Park. D- dinosaur National Monument, I should say, was recently recognized as a Dark Sky Park. So this, according to the Standard Examiner, a national monument known for dinosaur fossils, has been named one of the world's best places to view the stars. Officials in Dinosaur National Monument say the landmark has been designated as an international Dark Sky Park for its quote exceptional quality of natural darkness. So uh, I say that about Todd too. So. <laughs> um, if you didn't know, it's, uh, Annapurna season, normally you you talk about Everest season, but Annapurna season comes right before Everest. So, um, you can go to alanarnett.com. It's a blog that uh, he he follows what's going on over there in those regions, the 8,000 meter peaks. Um, and they had their first summits of Annapurna 32, including Gurkha soldier who, Gurkha, a Gurkha soldier? I don't know. Anyway, they climbed to Annapurna. So lots of people summiting Annapurna right now as we speak, and they will be summiting or moving up Everest like like right now. So as you're listening to this, they are at Camp Whatever's up on the Everest because it's that's that time of the year. If you're into the big, big mountains over there, I want to know what's going on. Ellen Arnett's a great blog to follow if you're curious to see what goes on on that side of the world this time of year. Here comes the jets, if you can hear those jets flying over. That's the sounds when of freedom. You're a jet,
2: you're a jet. sorry. <laughs> I'm really just thinking. It. It was were you a jet or a shark? I don't know. you jet. You never saw West Side Story. I, no,
0: way no. I know. I'm really.
2: The way from the something to the something. I'm gonna stop right there. But uh, <laughs> I don't know why I was enjoyed. I always enjoyed that musical. I think that. Uh, as I just divert things just a little bit. I think Spielberg's doing a version of that coming up here pretty soon. Ooh. That might get you out to check out uh, the, the Jets and the Sharks. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on.
0: No, it's, that was a good diversion. We had some we had some flyover action here at the trailhead.
2: Jets when you're a jet. <laughs> sorry. Let's <laughs> do it again.
0: According yeah. to S-News, the Outdoor Foundation has launched an initiative to help four cities thrive outside. And they are some random freaking cities. And the
2: rest of y'all can...
0: Can screw it. All right, so... San Diego, Atlanta, Oklahoma City, and Grand Rapids, Michigan. Huh. Uh, they were each awarded 410000 that's a lot, on a three-year grant to forge partnerships be- between existing organizations in the community, such as the Boys and Girls Clubs, YMCAs, and conservation and outdoor nonprofits. So they're trying to merge those and then get the kids outside. Thank you, Outdoor Industry Association.
2: Because we all know how hard it is to get outside in San Diego. So hopefully this helps. Don't.
0: don't, Do they even have roofs on their houses in San Diego? Pretty
2: much like like that. Yeah, exactly. It's 70 year round.
0: Uh, I sent this to Chase because Chase at Gear 30. um, There's there's a new world record switch skiing world record. Oh, no, it's not playing. I don't know why. Um, 76.4 miles per hour was the old world record now it's 86 miles per hour it's 86 miles per hour going backwards on skis at 86 miles an hour uh something that i don't necessarily have a desire to do
2: i'm so glad that record <laughs> was broken <laughs>
0: oh here it's It's playing. gonna
2: be so much harder for me
0: oh well, i don't know what that, what that was playing was that you am i i don't know what that was anyway it's broke so we don't have to do it now that to <laughs> take it off your to-do list uh, there are some, if you do want uh, to, to try that, there are some resorts still open in North America, even one in Utah, and that, of course, is Snowbird with the closing date of TBD. Is that a month I'm unaware of? We are of? well
2: into spring, people.
0: Uh, to be determined. So, also, there's mountains or ski resorts open in Arizona, Arizona Snowbowl, Aspen Highlands in Colorado, Michigan, or Mission Ridge in Washington. White Pass, Washington, Mount Hood. So, yeah, you got – and then Squaw Valley, California, their closing date is July 7th. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Timberline Lodge, Oregon, closing date, August 31st. All summer. Just go up there. All right, so what else is in the news? We have a – I think that's it. That was it. All right, sending with the hat. This is worth watching. If you haven't seen it yet, I posted it up at the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show Facebook page. This guy decided Wait to... A
2: second. That man is fully naked. He
0: is fully naked. It is PG-13. You only see his... Uh, well, that wasn't PG, but uh, oh, you only see his crack. Slowing. Yeah. Climbing. He's got a hat on, though. He's
2: facing the wall. Naked.
0: facing the wall. He has shoes.
2: Who's holding this camera?
0: No, he's barefoot. He's barefoot. He has a hat on, and it's, it's super shaky footage. But look at how high he is. It's a three-pitch. He's way the hell up there. Um, so
2: that's just free.
0: Five nine, that's three true, pitches, true free, free uh, sp- solo. True free solo. <laughs> what do you think, Honald? Huh? Huh? Let's see this one, Honald.
2: <laughs> I think they'd be plenty completely of naked. Be fine with seeing that.
0: Completely naked. Um, not even wearing shoes. A three pitch. I don't. Is this dude on like high on life or other things? I have no idea. But this music is from the video that we're watching pretty wild but he's cruising right on up there i'm glad he has a hat on that's my favorite part he's wearing a hat uh well that's worth watching i guess i mean i don't know there's <laughs> um and then there's you've watched it three times it's <laughs> probably Whatever. probably more than that i had to I had to set up the show you know <laughs> um there's a, a really good mountain biker who is in utah filming and some some stuff and He's down in the Utah desert. Andrew, I don't know how to say his last name. Guy. Nailed it. All the mountain bikers, I'm sure, know exactly who this guy is. After finishing second at Red Bull Rampage in 2018, the Spaniard evidently decided he needed to lay down a few more tracks in the Southwest. And they're saying we're glad he did because the edit is unreal. And this is um, up here at the Teton Gravity Research. It's called whatever his name is. Andrew, looking good the guy shreds shreds, red pal in, in the, uh, the Utah Madre. So if you're into that kind of stuff, it's worth watching. It's a pretty good video. All right. Worth reading, worth reading, making outdoor recreation accessible for Utahns with disabilities. I know mean, we started the show off with a weekly happy showing the sit skier cruising across the, the pond there. Um, this is an article up on KSL.com. It's worth reading. Um, there's those who have physical or mental disabilities that may seem like a big roadblock to participating in outdoor recreation, but many organizations and gear companies in Utah are seeking to make adventuring outside more accessible. And so this article lists um, adaptive sports links, accessible equipment, including the mono ski, the the bi ski, outriggers, sled hockey, uh, sleds, uh, fat bikes, mountain bikes, tents, tent options, uh, sleeping bags and pads for those who have disabilities so that you can get outside and so this this link is worth this article is worth reading because of all of the links essentially that give you information and access so that find what you need there um again it's up at ksl.com making outdoor recreation accessible for utahns with disabilities is the name of the article and we'll link it on our blog at the banning collective.com as well for gear 30 segments visit gear 30.com use promo code O-O-A. O-O-A, yes. At checkout and save... 12%. 12% on your purchase. Um, we have new gear from Rab, and I'm...
2: Do you need a moment? Dying
0: inside. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. Um, come check it out. Also, I am wearing the new Salewa Alp Trainer Mid Gore-Tex hiking boots. Um, Salewa Alp Trainer Mid Gore-Tex. So it's waterproof, soft, suede, high top... Um and then you said, "Oh, you got your approach shoes on." Because they look like approach shoes. Yeah, they the and the reason they look like approach shoes is the the shoelace goes all the way down to the toe. So you can like in a regular hiking boot it doesn't quite go down that far, but on an a climbing shoe and approach shoe and on this particular shoe because it's produced by Salewa, it goes down to the toe, so you can really wrap your toe if you wanted to.
2: And it looks like a pretty good amount of gription as well.
0: All the gription. I didn't yeah. slip at all today. Yeah, no slippage, slip once, eh? all grippage.
2: Which is all you want. Which
0: is each. all you want. Um, I tried them on because we had a customer in the shop looking for at the ultra high tops. and he's just looking for a long-distance hiker, and uh, I suggested them, and I looked at them. And I'm like, oh, actually, I am, I am too, you know, <laughs> and I like the full leathers, and we didn't have a...
2: Did you... Try on and buy shoes side I, by side. I did. It that's was so
0: we bonded. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, I tried the La sell- was on. I'm like, you know what? Um, you might not buy these, but I'm totally buying these. Like, they are really comfortable. And so I was, I wore them around, like to the shop, two days. And this is the first day out on the trail, and so far so good. So there's like no break-in period. They're super comfortable. That's
2: one thing. that's yeah, nice. out yeah.
0: of the box. So if you're interested in a new, lightweight but uh, waterproof with a Gore-Tex you know light hiker for your backpacking this summer you might want to consider the Salewa Alp Trainer it yeah, comes in men's men's and women's gear 30 carries them come on down shop online use promo code
2: oh no way save 12% and,
0: and then uh remember Rob Mach- Machado Rob Machado the surfer
2: of course yeah he, he can... looks the part
0: oh my gosh does he ever he still has the super long hair and everything he um came out with a new cooler it's a single not and opposite of the single-use products like a lot of the you know the styrofoam coolers and stuff. Sorry,
2: biodegradable. Yeah,
0: he says should, that should not exist anymore. So, up here at Adventure Sports Network is the article. It's the first 100% biodegradable cooler is in time for Earth Day for the launch of Recool by Igloo. So it's a big brand there. Igloo's a big brand, but uh, it's the Recool cooler, the world's first cooler made from 100% biodegradable materials.
2: But how much use do you think you can get out of one of those?
0: So I don't know. Um, there's, let's see. Rukul created for customers with an economical and environmentally conscious alternative to single-use foam coolers. It's designed to carry ice, food, and drinks. So it's the equivalent
2: of a single use. Yes, But it's, it's biodegradable. It's, now
0: they have nine ninety-five. Like, like it's only ten bucks, but it's gonna. Because yeah. it's a single, so it might not last. Yeah, sometimes it's a single use. Okay, even
2: if you load it full, like fishermen, I can see fishermen mm-hmm. maybe using it. But those styrofoam ones that you get for about that price, I think it's probably the equivalent of those. Yeah, I'm not or sure. Well, they're not going to last very
0: long. Right, right. It's like similar to. So we're rather than buy the styrofoam, you buy this one. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's good. That's for uh, gear 30, and then the Myland segment. There's this gets really into the weeds of politics and all the stuff that goes on in Utah. This is up at the standard examiner national monument advisory panel, new flashpoint in debate, meaning the newly unveiled advisory committee that will help make management decisions for a downside national downsized national monument in southern Utah has become the latest flashpoint in a long running debate over lands considered sacred to Native Americans as monument supporters cry foul about being left off the panel. So there's selections for the 15-person Bears Ears National Monument panel posted online last Friday by the U.S. Bureau of Land Management reveal a few people who seem to strike a middle ground, but no one who was an outspoken proponent of the monument created by President Barack Obama in December. Um, So that people, anyway, and it's a long article. So if you want more information on that, that is our My Lands segment. Are you following what's going on down there still?
2: not as much it's not as much
0: yeah.
2: i probably should be because it's still you know just because it thing. maybe went a certain direction it still doesn't mean that it can't be overturned or yeah things can't change again or a new administration comes through and things just simply change back to the way it may be you know meaning that it doesn't <laughs> yeah. necessarily yeah it's it's nothing set in stone yeah and i think that's what a lot of people are worried about do you have summer plans like out, um, outdoorsy summer plans right now i'm focused on Arts in the Parks, mm-hmm. and so that's a six-week program that starts the beginning of June, uh, runs through the middle of July. I'd love to make a quick little trip out to. Speaking of San Diego, just a, even a long weekend trip would be mm-hmm. great. And then I'd love to go to the opposite coast to mm-hmm. see Corey, my brother in D.C. I haven't been out there for a long time too, so yeah. if I could squeeze those in, that would be great. Right now, the lifestyle is is, is doesn't allow it, but so uh, hopefully lightens up just weekly lately. hikes. I think that that's probably going to be what it and is. And some supping. It makes a big difference. Yeah. The brain is clearer this morning than it has been. Really? That's good. A lot good. of that has to do with being Getting outside. outside. Yeah.
0: All right. This week's quote of the week. Each citizen should play his part in the community according to his individual gifts. Plato, Like, way long time ago. This was good advice then. It's good advice now. Thank you to Tan Van. And, uh, you know, I don't know what's powering us today because... I got this little mini, the mini max, the mini, <laughs> the mini no name mini max charger thingy. Uh, yeah, that's powered the 328 ninth episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. You know
2: what I'm doing this weekend? So one thing I have to look forward to. Oh, by the way, a um, uh, little shout out to uh, visit Ogden and to Ogden Downtown Alliance. They had an open house last night. New digs, fresh digs. Their new digs are phenomenal. Beautiful 360 degree view. Uh, they're up on the fourth floor of the new Lotus Building. Well, newly branded Lotus Building, I yeah, guess. Yeah, the building's really old. Um, but a uh, lot of character, um, amazing food. I felt like they brought Restaurant Week to the location. There was so much food. That's awesome. Every desk had food. Conference tables had food. But, uh, you know, thanks for showing us around over there. And uh, and thanks for all of the beer. Mm. There was a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think I mentioned that before. Yeah, no. so that was fantastic. And then... Uh, uh, graduation, Weber State graduation is tomorrow. Um, so everyone will be over there. Um, so looking forward to that. That'll be a nice little calm after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of us that work over on campus, I'm looking forward to that. And then, uh, what, today's Thursday, tomorrow night, uh, my sister and I are going to see the new Avengers film. Endgame? Which, yes, Endgame, yeah. which I'm very looking forward to. And the fact that it is... Kind of the first buzz out is that it is better than anyone expected it to be. So so for fans, you know, they're going to see it anyway. But the fact yeah. that it is really, really good, supposedly, you know, can I can't wait to see it. With, so.
0: Can I go to a movie like that without knowing anything before and enjoy it?
2: You probably could. I think that it's, it's like a mythology. It helps probably if you knew more of the backstory. Yeah. But if you're familiar with what these characters look like and maybe who they are, hmm. it's probably enough.
0: Because I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, anyway, and I,
2: yeah, and I don't think you're necessarily alone. I think that, uh, you know, it, it probably helps if you have seen more uh, even, sure. than none it of them. It builds the
0: context and the drama. And, yeah. yeah.
2: I still see this entire genre as, like, I don't know. It's It might be a little more self-contained, but I see it as, as like, westerns or something. Is it? Like, yeah. Not everybody's oh, a little western. True. Is know it know still I
0: mean? super strong, or is it fading at all? This super? No, it'll be the
2: biggest grossing movie of all time, probably. So. Holy crap, really. Yeah, this one probably will be. If not... It'll be right up there with the Star Wars films and things. Oh, so. uh-huh. yeah, no, that's why they've, you know, that's why they keep making them. Yeah, they make money. Because people are enjoying <laughs> yeah. them. So, yeah. all
0: right, look for Ogden Outdoor Adventure on Facebook, Instagram, and iTunes. And yes, it does help us when you leave a review, give us a rating, five star rating only, please, on iTunes. Uh, and then, and then give us <laughs> or a or review. You're gonna get a visit at your house. <laughs> Tan is coming over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you
2: see it outside the house. You know <laughs> that you gave us. Four and a half stars. What? Why? <laughs>
0: Five only, please. On iTunes, uh, we're also on Spotify. If you have, if you're a Spotify, friend of Spotify, um, and the dot com, The links have like the blog has links to all the things, and we even embed some of the videos we talk about during the podcast there, so you can just go there and watch all the stuff we talk about. Um, we're on Twitter, so if you have any questions or want to hit us up on Twitter at OgdenAdventure or at Banyan. Podcast Outdoor Jukebox this week, sifting through hours of crappy music so that you don't have to. This is, uh, you know, you know, I did. I went, I went to the Cure. A little letter, a letter to Elise. So this is one that it doesn't get played as often as, you know. I just like the yeah. Cure. Yeah, yeah. It's not as like when people say the Cure, they there's a few more songs they think of before this one. So, uh, yeah, a letter to Elise from the Cure. As John Muir would say the mountains are calling and we must go.
2: They're they're right there. They're right there. <laughs> okay. like they're they're literally right there beside us. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're already there.